Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous. This is episode 121, Essential Do-Over. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, uh, sponsored by Roll20, The Onyx Path, and viewers like you. Thank you to our patrons who support us monetarily. Let us do cool, wacky crap uh, like Al, Alan, Michael, Alex, Alexander, Algos, Berdur. Bernie, Blood Angel, Brandon, uh, Carson, Christian, Danny, Doc, Emil, Giovanni, Inglorious Bastard, Jack, James, Jenny, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, Melissa, Michael, Moku, Nobo, One True Michael, Perry, Puppeteer, Ramon, Roviscrad, Ryan, Schmitty, Sebastian, Sinna, Stefan, Seranis, Terry, The Banty, Thomas, Usuf Sama, Firekeeper, and Zoltan. And uh, no, I didn't remember to refresh, so Noctal's trolley name yep sorry bud <laughs> i looked over the chat it's like it didn't update sorry i just forgot to refresh patreon uh well you'll get me next time uh um thank you guys for joining us it is uh it is it is a big pleasure to me every week to be part of this community uh and a quick shout out to our discord and coming up with ridiculous homebrew spells um and talking about how stuff should work and it's it's a blast and gets me through the day when i'm working <laughs> and well rather when i should be working and i'm instead trying to figure out how to balance this two dot space spell the answer is don't play mystigos <laughs> hey you can use space without being a mystigos actually am i pointing in the right direction uh, I think so. Yeah, I am. Uh, so <laughs> when we last left the Cabal, um, they had uh, finished up with a concilium meeting, a monthly kind of meetup where people show off voice gripes, hear edicts from the hierarch and, uh, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, there was some stuff. It happened. If you missed the last episode, you go back and watch it. Uh <laughs> And uh, I think now we pick up. I enjoyed it. Good, good episode. It was a good episode. Uh, and it was also 120, which is a nice round number. Um, anyways, um, you guys head back home. I don't think there was anything you guys said you were doing uh, immediately that night. Um, cool. Uh, so, yeah, it's probably an earlier evening um, than your past couple um, where you guys have been staying up kind of late and with weird uh, uh, the guests from you know out of town and you know late night oblations but um and uh yeah um so next morning uh you guys wake up and i know you have at least an appointment with Hiza. is there anything else you guys want to do either before then or in the evening i do just want to um text and check in um probably alicia to see if the um ghost wolves got settled Gotcha. Um, yeah, you don't get a response that night, uh, but sometime when you wake up, um, you definitely have a received at like 5 a.m., um, which it basically boils down to, hey, girl, yes, they're alive. No, we haven't killed them. Holy fuck, they're aggravating, but they're starting to learn some stuff. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, if, if you want to follow up with her, you know, you can always call her. Yeah. Later, but yeah. Mostly I just feel very bad that I got them in a fight and then the one got her arm all banged up because Jake goes aggro. 
They're werewolves. She's fine. Yeah, I was gonna say this is like it getting. Doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. This is yeah, that's like, true. And, but and to be like, fair, when werewolves heal, it hurts to heal. So I mean, there's there's some fair, you know. She's like, oh, she'll be fine. Yeah, but she's got to get tortured first. <laughs> like that was my fault. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In short, and I will take uh, my three mana for my sleeping, my scouring. Three mana. Oh yes, because <laughs> scouring gives three mana. Hi, three episode mana. fifty. <laughs> sure does. <laughs> Ever since episode fifty-one. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, you have that me- uh, that uh, message waiting for you in the morning. Uh, anything else you guys are doing? Uh, and then second of all, because Atranus is the one who knows about the meeting with Hisa, uh, mm-hmm. do you invite or tell other people who who all is coming? Oh yeah, I would have told them all like as we were leaving the Concilium meeting that I had basically asked Hisa to tell us about um what he knows about Mammon. So, if you want to come, if you're interested. Uh, uh, and by everyone, do you mean the entire cabal or our party members? I mean, I would have told everyone. I just don't think Rose probably doesn't care. Yeah, like, Ro- Rose, uh, Nako is not interested, but um, yeah, Network is like, yeah, I'm curious both from a professional standpoint and because he knew the guy. Um, hmm. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely interested. Um, Weird and Songbird also going? I am for sure. Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Head, head nods around. All right. Um, matching. Oh, good lord. Uh, it's like, what's chat talking about? Oh, booze. Okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yes, sometime after uh, Atratus uh, actually gets up out of bed, um, you guys make your way down to. Um... Yes, I was thinking if at this point he would have invited you to his like actual sanctum, but no, um, you guys are friends, but you're not friends. Um, so, yes, uh, make your way down to the. Uh, uh, Athenaeum, uh, down the elevator and down to his office, uh, where he you know, lets you guys in. Puts points and allies for him, just because, like, at this point, I've well, I've and done bear enough in mind, exchanging of like beneficial stuff, right? And yeah. bear in mind, some of that is also where having uh, dots in Mysterium status helps because Mysterium status can get you allies, and they're going to come <laughs> from the Mysterium. Um, you know, whereas weird needing dots to get Moonkeeper is because it's not quite as simple. I mean, technically, Concilium status might work, but the Concilium status is more likely to like, here's some adamantine arrow goon squad to fight for you or, you know, depending and not necessarily going to be people that, you know. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, he's a opens the door and it definitely looks like he's prepared for like, okay, this is going to be a thing, uh, and kind of brings you guys in, um, and, uh, kind of does the cool professor lean against the desk. Says, okay, guys, what do you know? Uh, so I can figure out where to start. You know, basically nothing. Um, he was... Rich asshole. We know who that he was, was what panicking. 
intentionally obtuse and didn't tell us anything. He never answered questions straight. Um, and then he freaked out and ran away. <laughs> and showed back up a couple weeks ago. Or no, like last week. Week. A few days ago, yeah. Yeah. Um, at Tried our, to move off with a chunk of our sanctum. Yeah. He's... Um, do we know about his legacy? Uh, he mentioned yes. it, didn't he? Well, yes. Songbird does at least. I don't know. Songbird, Songbird probably shared that information too. He's, yeah, he's a Bene Ashvane now. Yeah. Every time I say that, I think of B'nai Gesserit. Yeah, me too. Cool, okay. Just just like, all right, if you want to be a cool form. space witch, that's fine. Songbird doesn't know that reference, though. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that is definitely a movie that Songbird did not sit through, because that's a movie Drew barely sat through. Uh, cool. Uh, so he's in goes, okay. Um, right. Uh, how best to do this? All right. We're going with illusions, so um, just stick with me here um, and working this space, which is also his domain um, because he's a Mastigos with a lot of space. So any place is his domain if he takes the time to make it um, and uh, basically um, conjures up a fairly cool, you know, 3D model, actually very similar to the post-cognition that, you know, Weir did uh, to show the meeting uh, that you had with uh, whatever her name was uh, from Mammon um, and brings up basically an image of Mammon, uh, actually pre-Mammon, uh, Todd, uh, gun-drawn. Yeah, I know, right? Um, and uh, firing a bullet into you know, this book held by, you know, this flaming winged angel with the face of Beck. Uh, throwback to episode 33, guys. Um, That's a cool awakening. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah. Like nod network. Uh, like, is this what you saw? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, well, I mean, you're talking about you? Uh, yeah, probably kind of sort of less like flaming wings and more just like kind of like ominous presence behind you. But yeah, uh, I mean, that's just every day for me, though, right? More or less. Your Nimbus is getting kind of, you know, imposing these days. <laughs> uh, oh, like, yeah, pat on the shoulder because you you know a compliment when you hear one. Um, and uh, so he's a kind of motion. So. This is the awakening for Mammon, uh, Todd, as he saw it. Um, and then kind of motions his hand and it shifts. And then there's another image uh, of fingers in Todd's head. Uh, man, I cannot remember. Mr. Crave's ally, uh, Cynthia, Cynthia. Yes. Um, messing with, you know, Todd's mind. And then he had this, uh, and then shifts to 
all the supernal, the supernatural falling away. And then there's a body on the ground and he kind of does the, you know, Dr. Strange, you know, wiggling back and forth. And it's a male body. It's a female body. It's a, you know, kind of just generic, you know, 20 year old face, the face of back, back and forth, back and forth. So this is the shit that <clears throat> Zolius uh, was seeing uh, when he came to meet me. Um, these are his memories, um, as best I can remember them, which mind one perfect recall. It's perfect. Yes. <laughs> uh, which, yeah, I think there's probably the wink like to, to a Tratus. Of like, as best as I can remember it. Yeah. Um, and um, which, of course, led him to questioning any of his memories. Uh, he was <clears throat> concerned that he'd been manipulated. And then, of course, there was this asshole and the whole image shifts and changes again. Uh, and there is the Grigori floating before you, this weird mummified thing that has eyes poking out from all the flesh and in between all the little gaps of wrapping, which... Uh, Oh, yeah. And you make that face and you go, oh, that looks almost like intersection, uh, just not Viking and just kind of floating and with a giant single eye. Um, and uh, yeah, so this is the Grigori that was hunting him and that followed me to or followed us to a little meeting. Uh, and they're used by the Panopticon. And all oh, right. He got recruited by the Panopticon. I don't know what was going on with him. Uh, there's a little part of me um, that really wanted to use my connections to him and some of the stuff that he left here to draw on and dig more into his memories and see what I could find. But I'll be honest, I'm not great with Prime. So to undo the effects that were on him, not my thing. If he had stayed around, uh, if, if he had reached out, you know, it's possible that, you know, we could have undone things and, and taken him back to square one, but he was in full distrust mode. Um, would I be able to pierce deception? Hmm. No, because you were, because you were seeing the illusion that, right. that he is, that he has generated. Um, but yeah. bringing that up in conversation, he's like, yeah, things like that. We probably could have figured something out, but um, he was paranoid. He was being chased by this Grigori. Um, he didn't know what to believe and, you know, points to the figure, this woman, and, you know, shows the flaming angel face of Beck, says was his girlfriend that he thought was still alive. And we scried on her and he had been having conversations with her. And when we scried on her, it was just dark and empty black, which I assume was her corpse. Um, so, yeah. Um, it's one of those things, I think, if he had been a more mature mage, uh, more experienced, um, or had even a different childhood, um, you know, maybe would have, you know, been able to call, but at least from my <clears throat> professional opinion um, and based on what you all are saying, he's not one to trust others and rely on others. And so, yeah, as soon as things got 
Harry, he, uh, he, he asked us for help. So <laughs> he did ask us for help, but I know that um mental breakdown makes sense. Yeah, that's a lot. Um, do we get and do we get her name out of this at some point? Eck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. in character, do we? Okay, mm-hmm. it's in the memory or something. Okay. I mean, he because like or she's a ghost today. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, definitely taking note of that. <laughs> so you can finally make that pot shot in character. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, At this point, in character is just going out me going like, oh, we should try to help him. Right. I was when I make his ass as dead as she is. Yeah. yeah. This is this is Evan Phoenix territory one oh one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. That's not the help he's getting. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, you guys can have that argument. Uh, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, and and he just says, and that this is this memory stuff and the Rigori are the only are the things I know about. I had no idea if they were doing things further. I have no idea if they were messing with his dreams, if they were influencing his perceptions. Um, it's very very easily, and he actually points at. Um, at weird and says it's very easy to socially isolate somebody it's it's a thing you know actually mind can do it too um uh, to just make somebody withdraw and feel no connections and and he was suffering um i'll be honest you bring him back alive i'd love to study him and see what else is going on in his head um uh, and i'm very curious why I mean, as far as I can tell, he had some kind of supernatural influence or some supernal influence from from the seers at his awakening. And then they followed him and tracked him all the way here. Just a mastigos. Um, It was out of the ordinary. I kind of want to know what they wanted him for. Um, I mean, seers get to cheat they have dreams from the exarchs so there may just be something he's destined to do or there well, he hasn't preventing he hasn't drunk the kool-aid yet i mean there's hope for him yet then i guess yeah. i mean basically he he wants help coasting very todd that's to be able to just sort of chill with money and power and not have to actually do seer shit. Just a devil devil's advocate. He told us he wanted help coasting. That not, isn't necessarily... Uh, I had Pierce's perception. No, Songbird would know if he was lying. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, had Pierce's nah, he's, he's a lazy piece of shit. <laughs> That's <laughs> supernal truth. That's his symbol. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, more specifically, hedonist, I think, is probably... Sensual hedonist yeah. is probably the way it comes across, um, but yeah, he, you know, like he's you know, and and network uh, kind of looks over and you know, kind of there's a head tilting goes, huh? There, but by the grace of God, go I. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, I was. I mean, think about it. If I were just a little bit more of an asshole, or. You didn't find me. Like, that's not far from who 
you know, Jimmy was. Or if Weird had got there first. <laughs> uh, oh, oh no. <laughs> I had a plan. <laughs> Cursed you off into the woods until you did a million nice things or whatever. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, so he's kind of like leans back to the desk and says, so Zolius is back and wanting you to help him coast. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is, is this something I want to know? I mean, do you? I'm I'm going to do what I do. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and really kind of looks, looks over to Tratus and says, listen, unless you're bringing him here so I can, you know, like dig around in his brain and see what the fuck is going on at his own heroes. Uh, I probably don't want to know. Um, it's seer shit. And that's just not my thing. I, I work here. <laughs> yeah, mostly it's. I can see the benefit of having someone useful in the Sears. Oh, sure. It's not quite a double agent, right? A. I don't even want to call him an ally, but uh, a contact. Yeah. So a dangerous resource. No more dangerous than the vampires, really. I mean, I don't know. The vampires, you can go zap. Mages can zap back. Yeah. That's fair. I'm reminded of the tale of the scorpion and the frog. <laughs> yeah, even I know that one. Um, <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, um, at, at least at the end of the day, I don't know that, that Zolius is much of a scorpion. Like, he's made, you know, it's all been selfish and not necessarily aggressive moves. I mean, he's an asshole, but... I mean, fuck him. He didn't even want to be a bird anyway, so... <laughs> oh, was it? I know. I'm just not forgetting that, like, he claimed sanctuary and then tried to make off with a hunk of our sanctum. Was also forced to... Remember that bit that we snatched out of his head that was, sure. you know. Yeah. He didn't uh, have a choice on that one. Uh, I, don't, I don't know that all that yeah. happens out like yeah, loud. Goetia implanted in his head. Yeah, I was gonna say, do you do you mention the Goetia being implanted? Yeah. Yeah, I would say that all along. Like, Interesting. Oh, just sort of turn he's like, oh yeah, he had a, um a watcher. Binder? We pulled it out. We pulled it out. He subjugated it and put it back because apparently he can do that. I mean, if he is Benny Ashmati, and something happened between those two things. Hmm? Network leans over. Songbird kicked its ass. Thank you. Oh, sorry. <laughs> credits do you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, so subjugated and threw it back into his own Oneros, which if he's Benny Ashmati, um, yeah. Uh, is which, now, I guess. Uh, I mean, I'm. I'm just as likely to believe it as any other thing. And uh, I mean, if he is, a you know, uh, 
and who enjoys his, you know, vices, Benny Ashmati is appropriate. Um, interesting. Well, um, in my professional opinion, um, trust him about as far as you can throw him. Don't let him out of your sight while you're trusting him. And uh, don't leave any kind of sympathetic connections to let him use. Yeah. Seems smart. But yeah, now we have something to go off of, at least. Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> Knox teleports that points out that I could throw him very far. <laughs> yeah. To the moon, literally. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it gives us a little more context, but. I don't know. This has, this has been helpful. Thank you. I mean, I'm not going to fix anyone who doesn't want it but I would like to help him I just don't think he's gonna ask yeah uh, if he's joined up with the Sears and he's got a little spot carved out for himself you know that low rung of uh, hierarchy can be kind of uh, luxurious and uh, at least from my interactions with him uh, while he was in the Mysterium, wasn't exactly the um, knowledge-seeking type. It was the object-seeking type, uh, which was very useful to us, um, though never actually ended up being useful to us. But that was at least the intent uh Back, back when you all were going to be a bunch of thieves, it was good to have a thief. Um, now you all are more Indiana Jones, I guess, who I guess is kind of sort of a thief now that I think about it. But at least you took stuff and put it back in the museum. So, you know, oh. whatever. But yeah, OK, well, thank you. Sure, Do absolutely. Anything else here? Uh, kind of, I mean, network's good. Cool. And so, yeah, he's a kind of escorts you guys, you know, back out. Um, and uh, you guys are kind of left there in the hallway. Well, I'm pretty much done here for now. Does anyone else need anything? Back to the rookery you go. Uh, Titus has three jugs of coffee sitting on a uh, on a table, and he's just like in his handwriting, his little sticky note that says for Songbird," and then there's a big question mark. <laughs> it's like what? What? What, what is this? <laughs> and right into the into the fire. Yep. <laughs> Not the coffee. Just right. the mana. Just the mana. So we still have yes. Right. Yeah. Jugs of it. Can we where the oh. put anything in a museum? I'll wait. Judd. Next. <laughs> oh, yeah, we literally put a... I mean, Judd 
it crashes here with you guys. I mean, he says like, just operate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he and Titus are more or less the groundskeeper roommate, badass duo of non-magical power. I'm not quite non-magical. He can do things. Yes, Deviant, please come out soon. I need to know exactly <laughs> what Judd can do before this campaign ends. Um, <laughs> yes, they put Judd in museum. He's serving. And Judd is not sorts. serving coffee anymore, but good. Yeah, uh, yeah. Judd does not serve coffee anymore. Um, he works for us now. He did that. He enjoyed it. Yep. And yeah, now he's. Uh, and he probably literally actually does work in the rookery, like doing like cool carvings and shit uh which what what used to be a hobby for him you know several well a thousand years ago well yeah a thousand years or so um you know now it's like hey i get paid for this and you i get to revive <laughs> oh yeah um so yeah um cool uh so yeah you guys make your way back to the rookery anything else you guys are planning on doing wild air um i'll make a roll trying to pin down some rope stuff um so i imagine you spend like a good afternoon casting the spell over and over and over and over three hours per roll uh cost of mana and uh, i'm trying to encode the spell with persuasion the idea that you're coaxing everything to like get in line and line with each other and cooperate essentially and so you'll end up needing 25 successes you're muted it's because my number my number ah yes yeah <laughs> second time it's happened and then I accidentally almost rolled a hundred dice so that would have been a little rough I'm gonna spend a willpower on this and roll 13 dice four successes uh, right Uh, we also need to keep track that you have 10 rolls to do this in. Shouldn't be a problem, mm-hmm. um, but. Yep. Cool. Uh, which actually does remind me uh, is weird because, like you said, you um, you had planned to do this route. Were um, you had that actually fallen to the wayside in character or just out of character? No, it had fallen to the wayside in character. OK, cool. Um, so yes, Songbird disappears into the uh, into the ritual room. You know, puts a sock on the door, says, "Don't bother me for three hours," uh, and comes back like worn out, eyes kind of glazed over, like, "Oh my god, I have cast that spell so many fucking times." Um, yeah, because in three hours I could do it at ritual yeah. duration, like eighteen times. And it, I mean, it's a it's a five dot spell. So, yeah, you don't exactly have a lot of reach to work. Well, it's in a domain. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, what were you saying, Craig? Was 
Did we to try to small songbirds do nothing? Did we give up too easily? On Todd? I mean, we didn't really give up on him. He left us. Right, but we didn't make any effort to to get him back or get him help. We just he left with Graves and we went into panic mode, I think, kind of. Yeah. More worried about having someone with the Sears who could just basically snap their fingers and get us. Yeah. I mean, at the time, we were not equipped to handle that. And to be fair, you did go to his apartment to try and find mm-hmm. him. And that's where you saw him, you know, post-cognition join up with the Sears. Sears, yeah. And also saw and, uh, he was willing to have a dead guy, you know, burned in his apartment to cover his tracks. And disarmed graves. I mean, I have also disfigured a body to cover my tracks. <laughs> um, but I mean, we could not have helped him. Now we could, if he wants to be helped. I'm not. Again, I'm not going to force it on anyone. Um, He appears to have come to terms with his demons, but I'm in favor of keeping a line of communication there. And if at some point he wants to be fixed, we can do that, but... Right. Keep that in mind. Although I worry that he may not give us that option. I mean, it's his life and his choices if he wants to live yeah, in. But the Sears don't strike me as uh, as an organization that's happy with coasters. Uh, actually, story-wise, in character, mm-hmm. they love them. They're, yeah, they're all about just. They, they're absolutely okay with folks who just sit back and uh, and reap the benefits, and then somebody basically shows up and says, "You need need to do this terrible, terrible thing, or you're out." And most of them go, "Well, I guess I'm going to go do this one terrible, terrible thing, and then I'm back to coasting." Oh, and enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the Sears love coasters. The the Sears love people who just sit back and let the world go by and don't study. They don't want you studying. They don't want you learning. They don't want you making any effect on the world around you and nudging people in any way. They don't want you making waves. Now, the Sears organization, of course, stabs each other in the back all the time. But again, that's where they love coasters because. The guy low on the totem pole, and he doesn't have any aspirations for elevation. Perfect. You just stay right there, right where we know you are, and you just yeah, um, yeah. Sears are okay. Now that said, once you cross that line, drink the Kool Aid, and become a prelate, then that pressure is on to do stuff. Yeah. But there's start getting dreams. 
Yeah, start getting dreams, get a special obsession slot, if I remember correctly, or it replaces one of your obsessions. But yeah, that's when the pressure starts to come on. But you don't just become a prelate accidentally. Generally speaking, yeah. you, uh, you go out of your you way to, to, to sign up. Yeah, you, you don't trip your way into it, yeah. Sometimes you get told to be a prelate, though. Also true. Yeah, basically it's life and his choices. Um, I do not like using mind magic forcibly on people. It's very violating. I'm not okay with it. So we network points out. I mean, we literally just saw what it did to a person. Yeah, I don't. I will help anyone who wants to be helped. So I'll bring it up to him. Definitely, I will leave the door open and it sort of make the offer. I don't expect him to take it, but. I mean, we we try, we let him know. And, you know, I'm not about to leave a calling card for him, but he knows where we are. Yeah. Come knock on the door, claim sanctuary. Uh, We We have a website. He can email us. (laughs) Also true. So, uh, you know, and after, after this point, you know, maybe once we clear a bunch of roadblocks for him and he gets to live life in the casual coast lane, uh, maybe he'll, I don't know, have a sudden pang of, you know, sympathy for the world around him and realize that he could be doing more with his powers or he'll just keep wasting his life. Yeah. All right. Thanks. I just wanted to talk that out. We didn't. We didn't know anything about all no. of this back in. Yeah, he didn't. Didn't tell us anything. No. We didn't have the ability to help him if we wanted to. And to be fair, weren't you guys a little busy when he was going through his crisis? Your first little soul dives, if I remember correctly. Uh, I think it was actually yeah. Kratos's soul dive. I was, yep. So, yeah. And I have been given a quest. Yes. Mm-hmm. The quest that was supposed to be the first outing the of the I'm Cabal and the Rookery together for real and go steal some stuff <laughs> and then off he goes. Yeah. yeah. Damn. All right, it was fated. Right, weird? <laughs> and it works like that sometimes. So network does kind of bring up, especially, you know, kind of joking. But why do the Sears want him? That's my question. For sure. Because if he wants to be a coaster and he's not interested in being a prelate. I mean, they went out of their way to chase him down. Just a mage in the middle of the concilium, in the middle of a pentacle you know, cabal. They are also backstabbing little jerks. So if the Panopticon got wind that Mammon wanted him, they could have gone out of their way to steal him. Sure, but why didn't Mammon want him? That's the thing that keeps me up at night. Not really, it doesn't actually keep me up at night. It just, (laughs) I'm curious. 
Yeah. Weird, are you having a brainwave? I can help with that. <laughs> um, just thinking about the currents of fate and thorns and maybe our current situation is we know that there's a high-end fate wielder involved in all of our current shenanigans and maybe that's why they wanted that in Zolius. Because oh, I knew somewhere down the road it was going to be important. Uh, that's just a kind of terrifying. Yeah. Yeah, because you guys can like read the future, right? I Not know necessarily that. read the future, but we can know that this thing is going to be important sometime down the road. We don't necessarily know how or why. With well, time, you why. can see the future, right? Sure, with time, but I'm just and thinking. Even the then, area. like the farther, and sorry, DM voice, even then, the farther out you mm. get with time, like even like a month out, unless it's something that is super routine, like there's so many variables, you wouldn't necessarily. So, yeah, so time wouldn't be the way, but fate, you could know that. And this could be why they didn't recruit him initially, because they knew he was going to be important later. So they just sort of kept the tabs on him, set something up, and then acted on it later. It's just a stray thought. It's hypothetical completely. I'm just engaging. I mean, it doesn't super matter. It doesn't change our current course, but yeah. it may may have an effect in the future. Yeah, I'm just, if that is the case, then our opponent may have had a, a lot longer to prepare than we think. I mean, because, what, the Panopticon's been after these grimoires for how long? Sixty years. Years. Sixty They're years. terrible at this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they had... They only had we one, four didn't one. two. Yeah. <laughs> They had, they had the one we don't have, and then they had the one we stole from them. Yeah, four in a month, though. Come on. <laughs> you got three and stole one, all right? <laughs> I know. At the start, we had zero. Now we have four. Yeah. Okay, if we're, um... Don't have a whole lot else to do for the day... I had wanted to, um, basically we've got a sort of truce with the Ministry of Mammon in our area. I still want to make things difficult for them if we can. Um, I wanted to do that. But try this, your free council is showing. <laughs> no, I wanted to work with um, the spirits and try to... Um, suppress spirits of like greed and influence ones of like giving and charity Altruism. And, yeah <laughs> all around our territory basically just basically give them a spiritual middle finger <laughs> pretty much i want to make our little area 
like resonance of um like a good giving altruistic good sense of community in the space instead of greed and money and um oppression through financial bullshit cool um and how do you plan on doing that going to call my werewolf friend who knows the spirits and see if they can connect me with some don't forget you have eight intercessions (laughs) (laughs) um cool uh yeah yeah. because i'm not super up on how werewolves work but that's what logan does right like he he, he knows the, the spirits. He, he's he's yeah. one of the the Pax spirit folks. Yes. Um, so yes, Logan Logan picks up and says, "What's up?" Hi. Um, I was wanting to know if you can make some introductions for me. Uh, to who? Some particular spirits that might be in our territory. We have, yeah. Um, mages in our area who nasty types focused on financial oppression and greed and money, and they flourish in that. And what they want to do is to make the world worse by being greedy assholes. I wanted to try to alter the resonance in our area that improve the spirits of community and altruism and sort of reduce the ones around greed and such as that. Okay. No, that's cool. That, that, that will not mess with pack stuff. Uh, too much. Well, I mean, it's going to be kind of outside the real where we're working. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, let me let me see what I can do. Go ahead and roll your allies dots. Actually, I can't remember. Oh, do got one of those. I can't select allies. It's a thing to roll. Huh? Uh, um, let's see here. Dots in this merit, blah, blah, blah. When requesting, assign the rating. May ask for favors that add to the allies rating without uh, penalty once per chapter. Ah, right. If you extend uh, influence beyond that, player must roll manipulation plus persuasion plus allies with a penalty equal to the favorites rating. If it's successful, the group does as requested. Failed or successful, uh, the character loses a dot of allies. Uh, So more or less, uh, because how many dots in allies with Logan do you have? Just one. Okay, cool. So he is not um, to, to put it a different way uh, for 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 Ash um, asking him to um, uh, do something uh, is probably a bit much. The introduction probably does work. Uh, I'm trying to see here availability. Um, trying to compare this to other. Uh, task requests and stuff like that getting lab access fact check yeah, like i'm not 
trying to ask him to do this for me. I just want him to, I guess, find the ones that would be most useful in the area Mm -hmm. and put me in contact with them. Right. Um, Specifically uh, in a way that would have them willing to talk to me, basically mm -hmm. introducing me to them. Yeah. Okay. I think for 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 one dot, uh, basically, he doesn't even uh, necessarily introduce you. Um, <laughs> like I said, if, if you're because I know you're probably wanting to keep the dot with Logan. Yeah. Uh, the basically he only can go so far as to basically give you a heads up that if you go down to name of charity here. Um, there's probably going to be some there um, if you can, you know, well, once you're there, you can find them. And I mean, you're kind of going to be on your own here. Um, but uh, I mean, that's that's where you'll find the right ones. And then um, you'll have to figure out some way to, you know, bribe them, pay them, convince them. Uh, and like there's a little bit of a growl to his voice, command them. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. uh, not Ash's thing, uh, but if need be. Um, so that's you know probably your your best bet. Um, and yeah, it's, you know, some you know some, not necessarily the headquarters, but like a place where people are actually like getting hooked up with you know help and stuff like that. Um, you know soup kitchen type thing or you know uh an actual good goodwill uh or mm-hmm. something like that um and uh yeah so he, he basically gives you the location okay be about what... that way mm-hmm. do you take nico or network <laughs> it's like name <laughs> name name um the, the, the little spirit squad yeah. of three that you guys if have kind they're, of... they're interested in helping me with this, do you want to fuck over Mammon and also make I mean, our place nicer? Right, and, and I mean, Network is on board just for getting to fuck over Mammon and because, yeah, it makes New York better. And Nanko is just like, I just want to see what the hell is going on. Um, so yeah, the three of you kind of cruise down to the uh, the charity in question. Um, and I imagine it's like, you know, stepping out on the sidewalk and like in sync, you know, made sight goes on and you guys like, okay, we got to spot and, and find something. Um, how do you plan on, uh, nudging one into conversation and or action? I've got, um, because I don't have... An offering for them right now. We didn't. Yeah, can we find um, a place where, like a locus, where we can go get essence, basically to show up with with an offering to them? Um, yeah, actually, it's pretty easy to find one. Uh, you know of one. 
that's fairly active. Weird's theater. <laughs> uh, oh, um, it's yeah. it's the wrong type of resonance, but it doesn't matter because all you care about is the essence itself. Yeah. So. Um. I mean, it has like a resonance of community. Sure. Um. It's it's more of it's the resonance there is very um uh creativity and expression, but. Okay, um, can I... In that case, I would want to ask Weird, because you have Maeve here, right? You can communicate with her? Mm-hmm. I can communicate with her, but she's real familiar. Um, uh, would they mind if we... Because, like, it's flowing out, right? It's, like, excess. Well, there's also like a lot of other spirits of kind of gathered The spirits around. go and feed on it. Yeah. But you can talk to me if you would know worry more about that than I would. Sure. Well, and, and this is one of those things of, I mean, it is your familiar, so do you, you know, <laughs> what, yeah. Yeah, what's the etiquette there? We've never had that sort of commanding relationship. Yeah. Like, would they mind if I took some? I, I can't really say. Um, there's a lot of essence there, so maybe there'll be surplus, but I can, you can talk to me as well. Sure. And to put it the other way, Weird has no spirit and really doesn't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, so totally out of my bailiwick. Uh, Do you want to go to the Uh, theater? uh, Yeah. What's that, Chris? The werewolf book describes locuses as like watering holes. With, like, all of the connotations of that, of, like, yeah, there's some, you know, crocodiles hiding in the water and stuff like that. So, prepare for, you know, horror. (laughs) Spirits are gross. Even the nice ones are still predators. Yep. And have to eat the little ones. Yeah. All right. So, let's... uh locate to my your office office cool um so deduct one mana there um because you're using sympathetic range Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay and then to actually talk to Maeve um that would just be she can manifest uh she can but that costs essence whereas her sure. turning on, and we, we, we frequently forget, you can talk with them just fine with Mage Sight. Um, yeah. it's, you can hear them, can uh, you? You can hear and perceive them and talk with them and communicate with them just fine. It's the touching part that you don't get with Mage Sight. Okay, because for ghosts, don't you have to... We established that I could see Gabe, but he couldn't talk to me. Because there are really different rules. Uh, right. And that, that was the thing I've actually looked at recently, actually, when I was making Drifter up. And I was like, hang <laughs> on. And yeah, because let me get over here to because basically normal death sight lets you detect the presence of them. But what I was not taking into account was the attainment where um, you can see them automatically see them if a blah, 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 with the expenditure of one mana. Uh, right. Um 
you spend a mana and then you can speak with them, touch them, and even strike them. It's okay. so right. So you spend a mana with your active mage site and then you can have all the normal interactions. Now, of course, that only applies to you. And very often you're like, oh, hey, Gabe's here. Cast, you know, speak with the dead. So everybody and everyone chat can with chat Gabe. with them. Yeah. Right. And that only applies to this side of the gauntlet. You'd have to cast a spell to look on the other side of the gauntlet. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to basically cast... I don't know if there's a spirit version of Speak with the Dead in the book, but that's what I was going to do, so you could talk to her, too. Uh, but yes, okay. it's uh, Exorcist Eye. Mm-hmm. So okay. But I think, because she's my familiar, I can just talk to her anyway, right? Sort of. It's, you know, it's we're kind of ambivalent with it. Sure. It's You guys have a connection. Um, yeah. You can, can chat. Right. And swap senses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Swap hearing with her so that you can talk to each other. Yep. Actually, yeah, I guess that's. It. Yeah, because normally. Wolves can do it where they throw their wolf sense across and you can listen to the person talking to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's true. Uh, that's I weird. the hearing side. Yeah. Makes for some weird, stilted conversations. Well, real weird, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to throw some dice at it um, to actually cast. Um, like I said, I don't think it's going to be challenging for you, but hey, you know, I don't want to starve you guys on beats. Uh, yeah, well, I'm trying to figure out to actually cast this, so I need an instant scale duration. And they all can do it. Uh, but we're talking about for weird. Oh. Yeah, to cover her, too. Um, I mean, if you're fine, just not hearing. <laughs> uh, no, I wouldn't mind. Hey. Um, that's an overreach of one. Well, or I wait. can oh. no, no overreach. What? Because I can, I can make this our sanctum. Uh, your sanctum currently does not have spirit. Oh, there's right. no. Yeah, there's no soul stone. Yeah. <laughs> well, we need to get Rose to make a soul stone. <laughs> <laughs> Put rewind, for us. rewind back to <laughs> when it took pushing to get weird to make a soul stone, <laughs> and now Wisdom Nine weird is like, yeah, just go make a soul stone, newbie. Uh, just go separate part of your soul. It'll be fine. Aren't you supposed to yeah, be the guardian? I understand what Songbird's been ranting about for the last few months. <laughs> Every time I go to cast a life spell, it's like, God, it'd be really nice if I had some extra reach. Zupriandras, <laughs> <laughs> I would have um, Soulstone for two. Uh, Shadow Name for two. And the Soulstone was three. Is it three? I've been using it as two. It's higher this whole gnosis time. than you. Huh? It's higher gnosis than you, so it's three. Okay, using a regular Soulstone is plus two, plus three if the gnosis is higher. So, yes, plus three when you're using. Uh, uh, the the mm-hmm. Okay, so that's five. Um. Five is eleven. 
Um, I think I will roll nine and do a minus two for duration instead, so I'm not overreaching. Okay. Well, for scale. Yeah. yeah. So we don't do duration all last rounds. But do because if you do minus two on scale, uh, you can grab uh, like yourself and weird, and then keep advanced duration. That way you have it for more than a couple turns. Oh, okay. Then yeah, that one. Yeah. Uh, cool. And then oh, let me real quick. Are you spending any mana on it? No. Oh wait, no. You're not. You're not overreaching. So does matter. Mm-hmm. Well, she's not overreaching. So five successes. <laughs> cool. Um, Lord, take a condition. Or? Mm-hmm. I'll take a condition all night. for talking with spirits. Sure. Um, yeah, that'll be a bonus for you know. Talking with spirits. Okay. Well, uh, now we can cool. all see and chat with um, the spirits in this theater. Sure. Yeah. How, how crowded is it in here? It's not very because, like okay. Songbird mentioned, like this is a place people come visit. Uh, you know, they they get their their little bit of uh, of essence. They you know drink in some of the the resonance. Um, but uh, yeah, for the most part, like people don't hang out here. Like next to the locust they come in they visit you know they bathe in the really good creative resonance and then they're like okay let's you know bebop you know out and about now that said they're probably in the theater um because that resonance is going to spread everywhere but the actual locust which lines up with the hallow um because that's what songbird did so many, you know, things were rearranged and got the ley lines back up and hooked everything up, made the hallow a node of, you know, creativity. Uh, believe that's the right term. Node. Um, but uh, yeah. And so you have that cool, you know, singularity, Stormlight Archives, uh, <laughs> where uh, everything kind of lines up. Um, and yes, for the most part, yeah, there's, uh, you know, a couple, you know, bits of, you know, Creatures, but on this side of the gauntlet, it's you know fairly fairly chill and quiet. Uh, over on the other side, you know, on in the shadow, probably a little more, you know, aggressive. Um, I mean, I'm going to just talk to Maeve. Um, hey, Maeve, you know Atratus? I do. I'm- I've kept track. Um, yeah, and Maeve, of course, it travels wherever because with the familiar bond, she's not losing essence, just traveling. Um, yeah, that gives her a lot of freedom. Same thing with like Gabe. We haven't seen Gabe in a while. Why? Because Gabe is like getting to cruise New York and, you know, is basically hitting up all the cemeteries uh, and graveyards because he can at least help the uh, Phantasm Society from this side. Uh, but yeah, maybe yes, I remember you. Like, like she's <laughs> she's my temple rating buddy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's okay. up? Um, I am looking to entice some spirits of charity, um, back around in our area to help us. I guess make them stronger increase the influence they have um to do that i was going to make them an offering to get them to you know talk to me 
because I don't have any desire to make them do anything. So I wanted to ask if you'd be okay with me taking some of the essence from this locus as a uh, payment. And you get like super pouty face of like, really? Like, this is this is mine. It's mine. This is, this is ours. Sorry. Sorry. Weird. This is ours. Uh, but I guess, um, and like there, there's a bit of agitation from some other spirits that are in the area. Um, but for the most part, basically with the fact that Maeve is here and Maeve can throw around a little bit of metaphysical weight, um, because she isn't burning essence every day. Um, you know, she's able to be a little bit more active. Um, and uh, it's like, yeah, I guess you can take a little bit. I don't have a better place to take from. This is no, honestly. Um, this one seems most likely to work, I guess. Because again, I wanted to ask, and it is yours. Uh, and, and yeah, more, more specifically, just because we're playing mage and not werewolf, I'm not going to worry too much about the residence flavor of essence, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, especially since you can literally just transfer it to them. Um, like you're literally now that said, how many empty slots of mana do you have? Uh, Are you full up? <laughs> Okay, yeah, because you can only hold a combination of mana and essence equal to your maximum mana. I've got 11 slots empty. Oh. Where did all your mana go? Oh, that's right. You took a car. Okay, that's right. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, where did all the mana go? Uh, I spent all of it, and I've been doing, like, scouring and ablations for two days now to get back. Yep. Yeah. Um... Uh, so that said, um, essence wise, there's not a ton in here. There's only three. Okay. Um, I need to roll channel essence to do it. Um, and most of the thing I can take two because it's the potency of the spell. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you could increase the potency. Yeah. Okay. So for reach, um, one to do it instantly, uh, one to increase the potency by one. Yeah, or advance. No, it's minus increased potency, right? Right. It'd be a minus two. Okay. Uh, let me get this back up. Because I don't need anything like a duration because I'll just keep it. Right. It's just in your pattern. I think I just need That's instant, why I never though. I spell for Songbird. <laughs> yeah, just instant. Because I'm doing five per turn. Just boop, boop, boop. I'll we'll use the same address. Cool. So nine again. This is so, yeah, with, you know, compared to, you know, spirits actually consuming stuff, you know, or even werewolf, because if I remember correctly, werewolves even have to go through a bit of a thing to draw essence out. 
Detritus is just like, that's mine now. <laughs> um, and you, I think, for the first time, have essence in your pattern? Yeah, I've never done this before. Yeah, so that feels Feel weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Craig. I was like, Take if ever there was a time for that thought. Um, and yeah, she kind of, you know, grimaces and kind of looks over at weird and says, well, at least you took it from there and not like us. No, that's. I mean, like I said, I appreciate it. Yeah, it would be very rude, uh, but it would have been, you know, a you know, different way I of mean, doing it. So I appreciate it. Yeah, I could have. That's yeah, it's very rude. Um, but thank you. And do y'all want to head back to the charity shop? Sure. Um, and yeah, just because we're kind of cutting close up, yeah. at the end. Yeah. Uh, go ahead and give me a, um, uh, uh, um, presence plus persuasion roll minus two. Um, and this will also be you giving up essence, um, mm-hmm. uh, which I'm not going to make you roll again, but, uh, basically you head down there and basically chat up that you kind of find some, you know, spirits of altruism and basically say, Hey, so listen, there's a place you want to go like cause a ruckus and go spread your (laughs) influence around a little bit. And, you know, we'll see. And I cash in my condition. (laughs) Basically cancel out the minus. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. So presence plus persuasion, unless you have another way that you want to go about it, but. Uh, no, that's it. Uh, I'm going to throw willpower at it, too. Sure. Two successes. Two successes. Cool. Out of curiosity. Okay, it was on the front end. I was curious where if the, the willpower was necessary or not. So, cool. Yeah, nine dice, two successes. And so, yeah, there's, there's one or two, you know, these... Um, in my head, these, you know... It's basically a pair of like, well, not pair. It's a writhing golem mass of clothes uh, that kind of give you this whole like, you know, hand-me-downs kind of, you know, uh, feel um, that, you know, kind of like, yeah, that sounds like a good idea as they snatch the, the essence away and accept it. And so, okay. Deal done, will worker. And then the, you know, this weird, like spider, you know, like limbs of, you know, altruism scurry off to, you know, downtown Manhattan towards, you know, financial buildings and going <laughs> cause a little bit of a ruckus, um, poking and prodding people uh, and uh, kind of spreading altruism around, you know, Financial district zone. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The greed zone. Yes. <laughs> but uh, that, I believe, is going to be where we call it for the night. Um, thank you all for joining us. I think it is sounding like when we get back that we are possibly going out to Seattle. Um after Atratus is going to, you know, uh, thumb her nose at, uh, at the Mammonites, and then you guys are going to be like, bye! <laughs> And flying back <laughs> off or flying or traveling or 
We'll figure that out. Um, to Seattle to go cause problems for a one Mr. Graves. Who problems? Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, they're very, very terminal problems for the guy. Um, so, um, yeah. And as always, uh, come by Discord. Check us out. Yeet into dot space. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. It is spoiler safe. If you're watching this, you know, and you feel like you're behind. I promise it is safe from spoilers. Come join us. Come chat. Um, ask questions about how the game works. All that. You're totally welcome. And we have a very, very good community. Um, if uh, you want to support us monetarily, that's patreon.com slash occultistanonymous. And you can join that ever-growing list of names that I have to read at the beginning. Um, and then uh, check out it came. Uh, they came from beyond the grave, which is the uh, Kickstarter that's running right now uh, for schlocky B movie horror type films uh, as a TTRPG with the quip mechanic. So check that out, and uh, we'll see you next week. Stay lucky. Boop. Boop. <laughs>